uh, this is the last episode that we have before a two-week break where um, one of the episodes we've already recorded for the two-week break. So we only, we're only on the hook for oh, one. for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last time we were at Desnudo Coffee. So good. Yeah, we talked about the bubblegum winner. We talked about audience interaction. For some reason, we talked about Lost. We talked about <laughs> card-breaking, collecting, uh, 20th anniversary of Red versus Blue, outsourced call center calls, Smut Warehouse again, and Betty Blackwell. Oh, so that was all last You do know time. Betty Blackwell? You do know that? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I wonder, you know, we were talking about Lost last week. Yeah. I wonder what is, what the, I don't know if you go back to the beginning of RT or maybe just go back to the beginning of podcasting. So RT, our Drunk Tank episode yeah. one, which would be where our podcasting journey began. Yeah. I wonder if you go back, what is the longest conversation we've had? Because Lost now started at some point in there and it's still being discussed. Yeah, we, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I would say that Drunk Tank was initially a Lost podcast because <laughs> I think 70% of our episodes were Lost-centric Yeah. Uh, for the first couple of years. Lost around 2004 to 20, 2009 or 2010, yeah. I forget what it was, yeah, yeah. somewhere around there. So um, it was right when we were starting that podcast because that podcast started late 08. I've never been I've never gone so into and then so quickly out of a show as I did Lost. Yeah. I was so into it for like three three seasons and then I just read the entire last two seasons on Wikipedia. Well every it, day they like when the new episode would come out I just go to Wikipedia and read yeah. the summary and what's funny is uh you know history is repeating itself. I think what really hurt Lost and killed it back then was the writer strike. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know we that you ended up with I think two truncated seasons and a lot of stuff that just got really messy because they <laughs> they didn't have writers, like they didn't finish the, the story. They, and to be fair, they didn't have much of a, an idea where they were going when they started the show. Yeah, and I think that's that's fine. I'm, I, I think some people really hate that. It's, I think ending a show is very difficult. Oh, uh, I agree. Uh, I think most, <laughs> and I think people were generally unhappy with that because it it didn't go in the direction they wanted it to. I thought the ending of Lost was fine. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was. I was I was totally I, happy with it. I had no problem with it. I couldn't get interested in the entire last season. Personally, but I, I think that we do we do endings well now. I think a lot of TV shows are crafted to to, to only be a certain runtime these days. Uh, like I'm, I'm Killing Eve, I had a great ending. I don't know mm. if you guys ever watched that mm -hmm. show. Great show, yeah. But I mean, that show also. I, I I think it's it's better when you have a set. This is what we're gonna do. Sure, like like a like a the terror. Yeah, even for even Killing Eve got a little muddied in the middle. Um, yeah, well, there's uh, always going to be a little mud in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, but I think, you know, when you're like, this is, you know, our story, this is what we're going to do. I think Lost, they kind of introduced some spooky elements and then didn't know what the answers were. Mm -hmm. They're like, we'll get there. And they just got there in a way that a lot of people didn't like. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, this, it's just, it's just a different approach. Remember when the bird, like, said Hurley's name or whatever? <laughs> I do not remember that. Wasn't there, like, a bird? He just saw, like, a crazy bird at the beginning. I thought it said his name. That was Game of Thrones. It was a uh, three-eyed raven. That's right. That's right. Everyone's birds are saying, but, that, but that's what you have to do if you have a prestige TV show. You have to put a bird in that says someone's name. So, something that to think is. about. Uh, yeah. I, think, I think also that being a network show hurt. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. If if it had been a show that came out in the teen, like mid twenty tens or whatever, it was on AMC. 
you could go in a lot of different directions, but yeah. this was a show that was on ABC and looked like it was on ABC. And look what ABC has famously done to such other great series as Twin Peaks. Oh, where yeah. David uh-huh, Lynch uh-huh. said, we're not going to solve the, yeah. mur- the murder of Laura Palmer. And ABC said, uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and wrap that up at yep. the end of season one, please? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. do another season. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild to me. Like, I'm still rewatching. It's wild to me when I'm watching it to think, like, this was a network TV show. Like, yeah. I think yeah. about the state of network TV shows now and, you know, cable shows just weren't at that, at no, that point God, back no. then. No, no, no. It would have been a, a totally different beast. I will mm-hmm. say one thing that's cool about Lost is that even for all of its faults, of which I feel are many, uh, it still did what it did better than any of, if there were predecessors, I can't think of them, but anything that came after, like Millie and I, are one of our guilty pleasures was Manifest. Very similar mm-hmm. kind of show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Vague sci-fi religious premise, very clearly, the writers don't know where they're going with it. Uh, and it started off okay, and then just got worse and worse and worse, but we were invested in it, so we kept with it. But there, you're you're hard-pressed to find shows. I guess there's, like you were saying, some non-network shows, like Outer Range is a show that's like plausible or like weird sci-fi, but yeah. in a current setting mm-hmm. that just makes everything feel a little askew. But there, aren't, there just aren't a lot of to do it well. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard to do. I think, like... If you go too hard sci-fi, you lose a lot of the audience. Yeah. Like, a lot of the audience is not going to tune in for like, that. Like, my fiancé will never watch Foundation. <laughs> never watch I, I Foundation. I watched Foundation season one. Uh, I thought it was slow, but I liked it. I'm waiting for all of season two to be out mm-hmm. before I watch it. I'm gonna, probably going to rewatch one and then watch two. I've watched about half of one. I only bring it up because I'm watching it now. I mm-hmm. like it. It is slow, but I enjoy it. And I, I, I was a big fan of the books when I was a kid. Mm. So it's cool to, like, to watch the show and go, do I remember this or not? Do you, want, you try to convince yourself you remember shit, but you probably don't. I, you know? I thought about re- reading the books in, a, in anticipation of the show, and I just never got around to it again. Oh, good morning, Gus. Oh, it's afternoon. Yeah. We're it's doing, morning somewhere. It's it's 5 a.m. somewhere. Mm-hmm. We're, do, we did a, we're doing a burger episode this week, uh, changing things up a little bit. Because we're recording on our not normal day, so we thought, hey, why not? Burger. Not not normal days lend themselves really well to burgers. Yes, I find. I think doing it, just changing it up in the afternoon and doing a little lunch episode, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, plus, <laughs> I, I got, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I was wondering if I was going to talk about this or not, but I have to bring it up. Okay, Jeff, you're a terrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week, Jeff drove us to the recording to Desnuda Coffee and then back here to uh to, he took to us the studio. All over Austin. Yeah, I'm gonna right. refi- I'm gonna driving there, I was like, okay, he doesn't know exactly where it is. That's fine. If we take a few couple wrong turns, that's okay. I've done that too. But then coming back to the studio, we reached a point where the studio was to the left, and Jeff was not in the left turn lane. He got in the t- lane to turn right, and I, I like inadvertently, I just blurted out, "Like Jeff, you have to turn left." Like I, I don't know what your plan is if you turn right at this light. All right, here we go. Three things. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to refute your statement that I'm a terrible driver, uh, I, b- while making some concessions and allowances. <laughs> One, uh, I think I'm a good driver. I think that we got there safely. And uh, the driving portion was totally fine. I adhered to all the laws of the state of Texas and drove the vehicle quite adeptly, okay. uh, if not deftly. Uh, two, I am a terrible navigator. You can say that I'm a shitty navigator, okay. but I wouldn't say that I'm a shitty driver. 2.5, that's by design. I, uh, many years ago, I decided that there was nothing more boring than driving the same way to a place over and over again. I get... I, I run from boredom at every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, come the excuses. It, it, it drives me nuts. <laughs> and so I decided, I'll just figure, like, I don't use Google Maps. I'll just 
go there. And I'll get there eventually. And half the time I'm listening to music or Howard Stern or a podcast. And so getting there, I'm not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. I'm on my own time. I'm alone it. most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. So I just get there when I get there. And, that, and then I find out little I, that's how I find out about Austin and little places that I haven't seen and I turn down a road I get distracted much like my podcast that so all right where it's just me getting distracted by shit mm-hmm. I do that when I'm driving I'm like oh I've never seen that road <laughs> so it's there. like a podcast there. in driving for yeah it's just how saying. I dude it's not even that it's just how I navigate life mm. right and then three because uh-huh. that was 2.5 three uh, I knew and I could have talked to this talked about this with Eric before I did it. I probably should have because it would be funnier for this podcast. But I knew that if I drove <laughs> in an annoying manner, I would never See, have to do it again. Th- that's what I was going to segue to. That's the Jeff way. Yeah. Yep. If you don't want to do something, do it so bad you never get asked to do it again. Yeah. And when we drove out to get burgers today, Eric asked, who's driving? And I said, it's definitely me. Which uh-huh. Jeff is never driving again. Yep. And I had the biggest, most honest smile you've ever seen. <laughs> he tapped me on the shoulder and gave me the biggest grin. It was so fucking funny. Uh, Jeff was so excited just about the conversation we were having when we were driving back to the studio. And I couldn't tell you what that conversation was about, but he was... I was enjoying it. Invested. <laughs> and the whole time, me and Gus are going... Oh, that's weird. You could have taken a left here. Yeah, that's a weird. Route. Oh, that's weird. You could have taken a left here also. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I wasn't paying attention. No, no. Yeah. I was paying attention to what we were doing. No lefts, only right. Yeah, only right. Straight or right. <laughs> but you got to make a left eventually. We we're gonna head on over to Batch and just record. <laughs> 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 that was uh, really something. So we drove. Gus drove us today. Yeah. Drove us the. Uh, Did a great job. Thank you. Drove us the 120 seconds down the street to Hilbert's. By the way, it would have been pretty hard for me to get lost between here and Hilbert's. You would have found a way. I would have tried. I, yeah. I was definitely going to go down Berkman. I wouldn't could have gone. You, <laughs> could you, you imagine if he just were pulling out of the driveway at the office and he just hangs a right? Turned right. Like, <laughs> all right, we're going to we'll go down goes. to Waterbrook and approach it from that angle. <laughs> We were talking about it. Jeff went, you guys ever been to Hilbert's via Mopac? <laughs> That's a local joke for you. <laughs> it's pretty oh, good. I saw oh, the podcast. Evil Mopac ATX has a podcast now. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I think he's got like two episodes out. Should we try to get you guys on it or get him on this? I don't. Is that something we should do? I don't know. Big fan of his work, though. Yeah. Evil Mopac. Dude, the Austin Zebra has been pretty entertaining lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sent one to Gus and oh. Jordan <laughs> the other day. I have to find it so I can read it to you. There's Gus had found other posts, and he'll send them to me and Jordan, uh, Swears. And they will be very weird, but I was very happy to find this one. <clears throat> Topless made an ATX? Wanting to get my wife a fun gift. Anyone know any topless maid services or ladies who do that? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what a thoughtful gift. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite the, the Austin server, I always sort it by new so I can see oh, like what you people have post, to, yeah. And like the yeah. stuff before it gets deleted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because uh, there's inevitably really out there stuff. Mm. Uh I've, 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 that's one of the things I do like about Austin is I feel like the Austin subreddit is incredibly active and snarky and I think most cities probably do not have as active of a uh, no definitely a subreddit definitely uh, I will I can I can back that up in that I am now in the Detroit and Gross Point subreddit mm-hmm. and uh oh my god what a snooze fest really <laughs> yeah Oh, no. Very little snark. The Gross Point subreddit's about dead. There, I guess there just aren't enough people on Gross Point, or they're all on Facebook because they're yeah, all they're old, probably. a bunch of boomers. But uh, even the Detroit subreddit's like it's yeah, yeah it's lacking in, <laughs> in in the festering anger that exists in the Austin <laughs> subreddit. The uh, m- my favorite recently is you know we've we've talked about this repeatedly how this is m- the most brutal summer ever. I think 
uh, by like head and shoulders, like by a wide shot. I think I saw the other day that we've had 40 days over 105 yeah. so far this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, where typically we might have, well, it used to be none, <laughs> but a more typical <laughs> year this nowadays might be two. And uh, so there have been a rash of articles about Californians who've moved to Texas who now <laughs> regret it. Uh, and it's, Man, it's it, it's funny. It's one thing we've talked. We say this all the time. It's like yeah. it's one thing to visit Austin and fall in love with it when you come for South by Southwest or you come for ACL. ACL. Mm-hmm. Like those are programmed at very specific times of the year when the weather's beautiful. But the time between those two events will fucking kill you. It'll it, wear you down it, and grind you. It'll fuck you up four out of every five years. Like you, they'll throw uh, one year in there that's yeah. fucking perfectly lovely, but nine times out of ten, it's just a dog shit summer, and yeah. it gets worse every year. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, I mean, we're in. We're already in early September, and it's still over a hundred degrees. We normally like it's normally that stops, dude. Right about now. Late, yeah. Late, well, end of, end I of think August. next week it's supposed to, but the rest of this week is like a hundred and six. Yes, I found it. Okay, it was hey, one hundred six in my backyard yesterday. I think That's one, ludicrous in September. On What'd you find? This is one that Gus sent to me. November, twenty eighteen. <laughs> this is a classic. I want. <laughs> This is my favorite one of all time. I can't believe I have this saved. I had to dig. Austin subreddit. I want to hire a woman to show me her breasts. Is this legal? (laughs) Jeff, that's the title. (laughs) It gets better. This This is the body. I want to find a woman with large natural breasts and pay her to show them to me. I've never seen big ones in person. I'm literally just looking to cross this thing off my bucket list and call it good. Is this legal in the city of Austin? I hate the concept of strip clubs, so that's not an option. It's like There's a whole industry catered to doing the thing you want. Just, wow. just fucking go do that. I've never seen big ones in person. <laughs> I, wonder if he, I wonder if it happened for him. We gotta find out. I wonder if it worked out. <laughs> oh, oh my just- god. I'm gonna go look up his username. Yeah, look up his other around. post. <laughs> Guy, fellas, 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 I did it. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, it's it, it's it's just such a it's such a weird post. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, but yeah, the the weather's brutal here right now, and mm-hmm. and it's about to change, and then it'll be Maybe. okay. But then a lot of those like Californians regret moving to Austin. It's like San Francisco Chronicle. It's like yeah, oh yeah, you don't say. Yeah. Well, yeah, also yeah, yeah. the thing I, I I think I missed. I botched the the quote in the car, but the thing that. Uh, the thing that I, I one of the comments I read in that subreddit I thought that was really funny was all these Californians were lured to Austin for California living on Texas prices, but what they found out is Austin is uh, California prices and Texas living. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that like and by Texas living we mean zero infrastructure, uh, shitty mass transit, yep. uh, fucking ERCOT knocking down your door to turn your electricity off five days a week, just the huge, just yeah. the normal stuff. Uh, it's water great. that tastes like dog shit because of zebra mussels twice a year. Yep. And the water's warm. <laughs> Is your water warm? <laughs> like, I turn on yeah. the cold water. Like, I cannot turn on hot water when I take a shower. I have to take an entirely cold water shower and it's still like man i wish this was colder dude it's, it is so fucking warm <laughs> with only cold water we rented uh, a boat about three weeks ago now yeah. eric two weeks yep. ago yep. and we went out for a day of just uh, on lake travis mm-hmm. and uh first off the water level was so low it was depressing you're gonna like, find bodies and boats soon, we were man. it's bad like because you're walking down yeah. to the dock they've closed a lot of and the, the dock too. gets yeah. further and further yeah. away every year and you're walking lo- further and further every year and then when you're out there it is like 
you're just looking at where the water line used to be mm-hmm. and you're like 15 feet below it trying to swim. And to your point earlier, the water's like uncomfortably warm. Yeah. Oh, it was. And it's a lot of water to be that warm. You're it like, was what the fuck. Ba- it was almost like bath water. It's fine when you jump in and you're like, oh, it's not shockingly cold. And then when you're in it for an hour, you go, this is almost refreshing. Dude, <laughs> my favorite thing to do is dive. I love to dive yeah. off that boat. I love diving. I'm a big diving guy. I refuse to put my head under the water that day. I didn't dive once. I just like I just tread water. I did not want to put my head under the water. I think somebody died the other week because they had an amoeba. A fucking architect or somebody, right? Yeah, I heard about that. Round Rock. Yeah, it was like uh, the water's so warm that I guess it, it's it's prone to amoebas living yeah. there or, or you know flourishing, and someone got one up the nose. This is how Last of Us is going to happen. Yeah. Turn into water monsters. Yeah. Amoeba at the bottom of Lake Travis. It's been sealed away for 50,000 <laughs> years. It's really crazy when you're at that lake and you kind of find a spot. Our boat captain was cool. He was the guy that we'd had before. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you do as the boat captain other than you just wait. You wait it out until uh, they're done swimming because there, there ain't nothing for you to do. But he took us to a spot. And he's like, hey, do you guys want to hook up with like the party barge? Or do you want to find... Your own space, and it was fifteen people going our, our own space. It's yeah. our own space. Get us thank further you, away, thank please. You, thank you. Further, He's like, "How's further. this?" And we're like, "Can we go a little yeah, keep further?" Going. Can we go uh, further? But we're in the middle of everything, and it was there were some boat like ramp ramps, ladders, steps that went from where they naturally ended down to where their boat launches are from, like these homes. And then there are some that didn't bother to do it, and it is so. Far, yeah, from Shocking. the water line, it, it, in a way where you go, I don't know how there could be, how there could have been that much water in this place to raise the water level that high and at how, some point. How will there ever be again? I, there will never be yeah, again. Right? I, I, it would have to be so much rain just in Lake Travis only for a very long time. Every garden hose in Austin couldn't fill that pool. Maybe it, we should work on that. <laughs> Start opening this uh, open spigots. I, I, uh, sometimes I'll see a guy on TikTok who just goes to public spigots and uh, he just films himself going, "Let's just see if it works." And he turns it on and it, and he turns it back off. Yep. And that's whole, that's <laughs> this has content. been public spigots. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it, it it'll get back up. I, I think we said the same thing after like the droughts in like 2011. It was 2011. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, what'll happen is like a hurricane will come yeah. and hit the Texas coast and then come right up here and then dump like a week's worth of rain. Well, that's the Burning okay. Man stuff, right? And, right? Like all the water that's going through like Vegas, and it's like, well, they're just not like the infrastructure. Like they built those ducks and everything. We talked about this, I think, but that's what it's for it, it, to get that water flowing into you know Lake Mead and Havasu and all this stuff. But at the same time. You have Burning Man, which is in the middle of the desert. It can't handle any water because, again, the the so, desert is yeah. just the bottom of a lake, but all the water is gone. So when it rains, it doesn't just get sort of muddy. The lake starts becoming a lake again, <laughs> yeah. and it fucks you up. It's really bad. Man, uh, not to poke fun of that burn, Burning Man thing. What? Uh, I don't know. I got no issue with Burning Man. Mm-hmm. I, I think Burning Man is just fine. But I will say, I saw that interview with Diplo yeah. after he got out. <laughs> what a dip shit yep. he came across <laughs> as. He was just like, yeah, so me and Chris Rock and Cindy Crawford and Austin Butler, and like all of our best friends, we were like, fuck it, we're just going to walk our way out. And we walked for like three hours. It was really hard. And you're like, god damn. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought that was going to go really bad. I thought it was going to be like a, a huge humanitarian disaster going you, you on. You know what? It nearly was. Yeah. You know what? Having known uh, 
a, a lot of people that have gone to Burning Man religiously, and Gus, you and I knowing somebody who's involved in the running of Burning Man. Oh, we are? You we probably do. don't remember. Oh. Uh, yeah. But somebody that we liked who is involved in oh. heavily in Burning Man. Uh, I would say that if that... If any festival were designed to survive a catastrophe like that, it's Burning Man. Yeah. I mean, those people are are from I've never been, but from what I can tell, uh, they take it very seriously. Uh, they and they want to make sure that it continues to happen, so they clean up after themselves and they police themselves very well, at least from what I see. Right. And uh, they are all about radical responsibility, right, and freedom. And so I think that they acted like adults and took care I, of it. I think there is. Like with anything, right? There's a core group who believe that, but I think as the event becomes more popular, sure. more mainstream, you get a lot more people who aren't. Like I think that was one of the big complaints. From the, like the people you're talking about yeah. were upset this year because a lot of other people who were there just like abandoned their camps and left a bunch of trash behind. So they're yeah, like, they were, now we got to go around and clean all this shit. And you know, I appreciate that. These people who do stay behind and you know they, they do believe in this, like you're talking about radical responsibility, mm. cleaning up and you know putting the onus on themselves to clean up where, where other people are just like fuck ups and leave all that shit behind. Yeah. Uh, but I think as it continues to grow, you know, that core group gets outnumbered. I think nine times out of ten in that situation, you get a Woodstock '99, and yeah. I just think even with as kind of as badly as that went, and you're right, I did see a, another article where a dude was like, "Who's going to come help me clean all this up?" Yeah, because you know? <laughs> uh, a lot of people did, uh, I guess, abandon. But I, I just I think that those historically those those people have been pretty good about protecting that scene because mm-hmm. it is that's like seventy thousand people yeah. descending on a place. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of responsibility. You yeah, know, it is. You just think about like what can go wrong. I mean, you just think about like a like a pro sports stadium worth of people, yeah, in the desert. Like who all like like the Alabama UT game all in the desert, right? Yeah, oh, that's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Are you gonna go to that? No. I think it's in Alabama, isn't it? Is it? Uh, I don't know. I think you're right. UT started right this last week with yeah. football and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't realize that. I was trying to drive across town. Thrilling game, UT versus. Yeah, Rice. fucked me up too. Like I like. Yeah, the, Man. the what the football fuck? stadium, which is the Dead ninth, center? the ninth largest in the world, uh-huh. ninth largest stadium anywhere in the world. It's gigantic. It's right off of thirty five. Uh huh. In the middle of the in city. the middle of everything. Smack dab in the middle. My, I remember coming to like my dad. We drove out to Austin, and he saw that stadium and just went, "Whoa." <laughs> and it was like it's big man yeah. it's legit and it's for college football and it fills the fuck up mm-hmm. and people tailgate all goddamn day yep. doesn't matter what time day like what time during the day you try to drive around that area don't yeah just avoid it yep that's all you can do it's, it's a fucking mess emily and i love because we always invariably get caught on a saturday in that traffic yep. at some point if you're going anywhere east to west in tech mm-hmm. in austin you're probably gonna get get catch a clip of it somewhere and we always love to try to figure out who won the game based on the man, you know, based on the demeanor <laughs> uh, of the people walking. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> or based, based if you figure out based on how early people are leaving the game. <laughs> yeah. What time is everyone in their car? I think a lot of people left um, this last game early. One because you know it's a blowout. They're playing Rice. Uh, two because it was so fucking hot. I think there were mm-hmm. like people needing to leave because they were just in direct sunlight. Absolutely. It's it's not a dome. It's a big open stadium. And once again, it's like 106, 108 degrees, and it gets way hotter and all that concrete about yeah. all those other warm oh, yeah. bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've only been I've only been to the field. I've only seen a game, a UT game, like two or three times in the entire really? time I've lived in Austin. Yeah. I've never been. Mm. It's a... Uh, but but I, the reason... I don't go more often, maybe it's the same reason for you. It's like, like Eric was saying. It's, it's just so 
difficult to get there. Like, there's so many people. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not a big crowds person. You know that. Mm-hmm. And just like a, that big crush is uh, is unbearable. I don't go because I don't like UT as a team. <laughs> I don't it's just fun to go see sports team. There's no pro sports team in Dude. Austin. You know, that's like the closest you're gonna get. Well, I guess well, the Spurs MLS. come up and play sometimes. Oh, but I'm yeah, MLS. Uh, I'm talking like big stadium. Yeah. yeah. I think, how much is Q2? Q2 only holds like. 20,000 people? 25, 30,000? Uh, yeah, 20, 22,000? Yeah, I think 22,000. Yeah. Um, so it's like you can hold five of those in the UT football stadium. God. <laughs> uh, that Q2 stadium is so pretty, too. And th- that's another stadium that's built kind of like in the middle. Well, it's not in like downtown. It's in the middle of like, it's in a very packed part of the city mm-hmm. with no parking lot. <laughs> that's like, they were like, like let's just no build a stadium parking. and not have any parking for it. Yep. In a city with Shitty mass transit. Well, they, they built it and they went, well, these UT kids will come and they live on campus. Well, what about everyone else? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> They're not students. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pay us. Didn't you, you say, yeah. Park you park baseball. You park by all gimmicks and then walk? Isn't oh, that yeah, what you said? That when, uh, when, I go to, when I go to Q2, we park by all gimmicks and go. Uh, there was, there's never parking, like around UT, like there's lots, some lots. Uh, it's so weird that this city is so averse to building a spot for you to park at near the thing you want to go to. They just don't want to do it. They refuse, outright refuse yeah. to let you do that. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Why? I, just, I just wish there was better if they're gonna if you're gonna do that, which is fine. You the, can do it to have better public that, transit to get people in and yes. out of there. What public transit? You keep saying yeah. better. What there's is, the, the, there's a train stop not too far from there. From Q2? Yeah. there. That's true. And I did take it one time. In your face. I did take it one time. And uh, on the way there, a lot of fun. <laughs> on the way back, you want the songs to stop. <laughs> but you're on the train with all the supporter section. And brother, they're hyped. Yeah. And, or maybe, and also maybe more buses just to get people that would be in it. and out. Right. It's yeah. like that's all that we can work with right now. Do you think there will be a light rail thing that goes from downtown to the airport, vice versa. Do you think eventually that, that will have to happen? <laughs> I think in, so, you know, the city of, the voters in Austin approved a bond package to mm-hmm. build public transit and light rail a few years ago. And, you know, they're still in like the design phase right. and, you know, very early in the construction process. And I think as costs have increased, they've had to try to scale the, the scope of the service down. And I, I believe that the airport to downtown portion was cut, if I remember right, and is no longer part of the active uh, Great. I development. Feel, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. There is a bike trail that goes from downtown to the airport. Yeah, just get off the plane. Uh, get on a bicycle. Get, grab your bag. Where's, it's the, where's, it's where's the bike rack at the airport? It's 108 degrees. <laughs> Where is that? It's, it's, right, it, uh, it's right next to all the Uber and Lyft cars. <laughs> it's, in the blue, it's in the blue parking lot. There garage. is one? Oh, okay. Oh, man. Um, Yuck. Yeah, uh, it, so I, I, it is stupid. I, I, I think eventually, yes, there there will be, but in our life, I don't know. Um, it would be it would be great if that existed in my life or Gus's life. Gus's life, my life probably. Well, also, I don't know. Your, yeah, life. your life, yes. Gus, it, so in like the next two years, I don't. <laughs> think, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> also, the state of Texas is trying to pass a law, or they did pass a law to keep Austin from building its uh, mass transit system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. 
Hey, it's your old pal Jeff here with another HelloFresh ad read. If you're not familiar with HelloFresh, it's how you get farm-fresh pre-proportioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh, man, I'm saying fresh so many times. Uh, It must be because it's that fresh. Uh, Here we go again. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping uh, to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part, and then you get to take all the credit and do the the hard part is shipping the food safely. The easy part is compiling the, like Legos, Legoing the food together into something that people can eat and be impressed with. When it comes to options, also, so, honestly, more is more. And that's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and more than 100 add-on items to choose from every single week. And with 52 weeks in a year, you can do the math. That's 57,000 items. Check that math. I'm a dude that likes to eat, and I appreciate cooking, but I'm also a dude that's very busy and has the kind of job that... Uh, takes me in a lot of directions at once so sometimes it is hard to uh to go to the grocery store actually to meal plan and then execute on that meal plan by going to the grocery store and then uh shopping and then coming home and then uh putting it all away i'm not good at putting stuff away and then having the time later to then take it all back out and then cook it all it's a whole thing i it's why HelloFresh is invaluable to people like me who are lazy and or busy Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50face and use code 50face for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50face. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. This show and or episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever find that just as you're about to fall asleep, your brain decides to kick into high gear and it just starts going a thousand miles an hour in every direction? Well, uh, well, well, as it turns out, one great way to make those thoughts go away, to, to dial that engine back a bit and let you get some sleep, is just to talk through them all. Therapy gives you a place to do just that, so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. I have been in therapy for uh, most of my adult life now, I guess. Honestly, it's become an invaluable tool in my life to help uh, manage my mental and emotional well-being. I learned positive coping skills. I learned how to set boundaries. And uh, I've learned how to harness and become the uh, uh, maybe not the best version, but a better version of myself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, it's designed to be convenient, it's flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes sometimes you need a different therapist for a different issue, or you, uh, you might find uh, that you relate to one better than another. It's okay. That's to be expected. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash face today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash face. This episode sponsored by BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash face to get 10% off your first month. If you aren't familiar with Texas, living in Texas and Texas politics, you might be surprised to find out that the rest of the state of Texas has, well, I shouldn't say that. Those in charge of the state of Texas, mm-hmm. maybe maybe is a better way of saying it, have declared 
open war on the city of Austin, Texas. <laughs> Pretty much. Because we are the capital, which they hate. They hate, they hate, it. hate with it. a passion. And we are a progressive and fairly liberal city, which flies in the face of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I'm trying not to say, you know what? It, it's an it's an issue for them. I'll say that. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be respectful and not talk a bunch of shit. Well, the the frustrating thing is, all the large cities in Texas are liberal, progressive cities. All large cities are. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know where they would want to move the capital to. But like Nacogdoches, like the first time. Uh, like if it's if it's. Like who? Who is it that's that's upset that Austin peed in their Cheerios? Is it the representatives <laughs> from, from Houston? Is it the ones from Dallas? Is it the ones from San Antonio? Because I guarantee they don't give a fuck about it. No. Right. Like, is it the 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 fucking representatives for Nacogdoches? For our, uh, maybe it's our dickhead governor who lives in this city. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, that's yeah. probably what it is. And our dickhead lieutenant governor who also lives in this city. And is our he attorney the general? And who's our dickhead attorney general. I was going to say he's the one who's getting impeached, no, right? Currently he's the attorney general. Cool. Who's currently being impeached by his own party? <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> so his defense cool. was, "You can't." I don't know if you've heard this. Is it the evidence thing? No, it was. I did those crimes in my previous term. Oh yeah. So you can't <laughs> uh, uh, impeach me for them now in this term. Right. Did, did you see that they submitted evidence for findings, but it was just for like cataloging and identifying, but the prosecution didn't object to any of it. So everything that they gave for just like IDing and everything went into evidence. And so now everything that the defense <laughs> that they put into evidence, they're objecting to their own evidence. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and it's like, this rules. <laughs> this is really, it's the prosecution going, not really sure what's happening right now. This is uh, really different. And in and in two weeks, we're all going to be going. I can't believe that motherfucker got he, off. I can't he believe he got off. Yep. He got, still he got, in the job. He got reelected yep. twice. So yep. I mean, absolutely. There's some. There's some. It's something a going. whole. It's a whole state full of dads going. Ah, get him back in there. He sued Obama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's suing Biden. <laughs> he hates the same people I hate. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter what he did. Right. At least so, that's what he says. So nah, here we are. See, we're talking so, about- so what do you think about the cheeseburger? <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. We went to Hilbert's. Yeah. We went to Hilbert's today, which is a uh, a beloved local uh, icon that uh, Gus really loves. Jeff's raising his hand. Gus, I have, I have my hand raised because I wanted to ask a question. Would yeah. you say Hilbert's is, before today, would you say Hilbert's is your favorite burger in Austin? Yes. Because I, I get that impression. With, without, a, without pause, yes. What would be number two for you? Number two is Mighty Fine. I had I a it. feeling. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. But yeah. we were talking about Mighty Fine not too long ago. It's up there. I love Mighty it's Fine. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. They they got some, they they mix it up with like some shakes and stuff like that, <laughs> that too. That Mighty Fine burger is mighty fine. good. So yeah. Hilbert's, uh, <laughs> used, I don't think we've mentioned it before, they used to have a couple locations around town. One of them was over where the P. Terry's is on Lamar now. Uh, that was my favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite location too. After that, uh, we were talking about this. The current location on Cameron that we went to is in an old Taco Bell. It's very clearly like one of those old Taco Bells from the late eighties mm-hmm. into mid nineties. And after they moved out of the one on Lamar, that's a P Terry's now. They very briefly moved a little west of there, over where Tiny Boxwoods is. There was an <laughs> there was another old Taco Bell building over there that they operated out of for a while. Uh, that's gone too. I think they bulldozed that building. I didn't remember gone. that at all. Uh, they were yeah they were there for. A year or two. I remember going mm. over there a few times, and now uh, they're just here on, uh, so on they, Cameron. They just have this one location. Yes, correct. Okay. And I like this place. It's it's very much a 
like going in there makes me think of going into like a fast food establishment from the 80s. Like they even like the way that the drive through beeps to alert them that there's oh, a yeah. customer out there. Like it's a very distinct sound. They do. They, you know, they probably have not changed the way they do things in decades. And that's for the better. Uh, I think everything is uh, is is, is the, the end product and the food is better because of that. Like it's they a, found what works and they're like, we're going to just stay the course. Yeah, I was going to. It's like a, it's like a, a cap, it captured a moment in time, mm-hmm. which all the best burger places do. I know you have a complicated relationship with Top Notch, but everything you're describing about Hilberts is the same reason I love yeah. Top Notch. Like you walk in, you feel a sense of history, mm-hmm. and you feel like you're walking into a dining experience that people don't have anymore, and that oh. you remember from your childhood. Right. I, I used to love. So the, 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 they're not like this anymore, but I remember, well, this is not a top-notch episode. We'll, maybe we'll talk about them eventually. Sure, sure, sure. But I used to love how they did not take credit card. <laughs> they just had that fucking ATM in the lobby, and you went up there and like tried to pay with a credit card. The old lady behind the counter would just point at the ATM <laughs> behind you to, to get cash, which is always great. So uh, Hilbert's has the ambiance. It also has something that I love, which is clientele. Fantastic, and Eric. You love those. I was in heaven. Yeah, that that's shit your scene. Ruled. Yeah, that was older dudes having a fucking good time talking their shit, but they run the place, so no one says nothing. Yeah, that's that's the spot. You want to walk in. You want to go to a a a hamburger restaurant when. <laughs> hopefully, it becomes you eventually. But where it feels like every person who walks in the door. The the guy behind the counter goes, there he is! Get over here! Get out over here, you son of a bitch! What's it gonna be today? And you're like, what the fuck? Like that's when you know you're in a good spot. Yeah, we, uh, when we were paying, there's a screen for like tipping or whatever, and uh, I tipped, and the guy's like, all right, hey, hey, you haven't lost all your money on UT yet? I went, no, not yet. I got the whole season for that one, brother. And he went, oh, you're that. I went, yeah, yeah. This is my guy. It, re- it, re- you know, what? It, it reminds me of my dad, and oh, yeah. people like well, my dad. Yeah. That's oh, what I yeah. think. I I love it. What, they have like little standees on each table, like to tell the story of Hilberts and whatnot. And like, if you ever read the sta- if you go there and you read the standee, it tells like how they started the the place. They started Hilberts because they wanted to recreate the experience of going to your friend's house and having his dad cook you a burger, oh, yeah. like in the backyard, yeah. and just like I mean, like a great neighborhood backyard cookout burger. And like that's like kind of what they've always gone for uh, and, with the burgers there. And do you want to explain the name Hilberts? Oh uh, yeah, Hilbert. So it's called Hilberts because they named it after their two favorite restaurants in Austin, uh, Hills Cafe and Burt's Barbecue. That's so. They crazy. just combined the names. So that's insane. It's Hilbert's uh, Burgers. Did they have anything to do with Hills Cafe or no. Burt's Barbecue? No. And I think fans. Hil- I think Hills Cafe is closed. They're gone for several years now, I believe. Burt's Barbecue, I thought was gone, but we talked about this the other day. We found it. Right? There is there. Yeah, there is one up uh, by the HEB off of Far West still. So you, we mentioned you mentioned Hills Cafe. We actually discussed Hills Cafe recently, and Mike Pertle, who listens, oh, to this, yeah, let, he was mad. let me know. We got I got a list of retractions or, or corrections, and one of them is that we said Hills Cafe was on Lamar. It's on South Congress. Oh, it's on South Congress. That's yeah. right. Yeah, totally, totally, was, bra- totally brain farted that. Sorry. He, he sends us. I love it. Don't stop, Mike. I know you're listening to this. Don't stop sending us we, the messages where you go, here's what you got wrong. I Genuinely, love it. We, I love it. We, sh- we should have Mike on We sometimes. should, yeah. we should yeah. absolutely Mike, Mike has on. lived in Austin longer than either yeah. of us. He remembers a lot of shit I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sets us straight. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. yeah, he's great. I, I can always be sure yeah. to get a, li- <laughs> a, a, a slack from Mike after every episode comes out. It's the best. It. It's, yeah. it's, I love it. I love it so much. And he said the nicest stuff about my new podcast to me today. Oh, that's so in. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's called really So All Right. It. You can uh, download it now. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. Where, where do we get podcasts? Uh, it, 
they don't have anything to do with Hills Cafe or no. I, I've heard that story, but I just assumed that they no. were like, it was the people from both. So if I started a place called Curb Notch, everyone would be like, oh, this guy loves Kirby Lane. And <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you'd call it Top Lane. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think like, it's just like you pay homage to, you know, other businesses you That's like so and other, other, other things that you like. I, I just assumed that it was the people from those restaurants making the hamburger thing. Mm -mm. I wonder <laughs> I wonder if that works with anything. Could you open a, <laughs> a McDonald's Starbucks? Yeah. <laughs> McBucks? Yeah, like but coffee and burgers. Stardonald's? Stardonald's. <laughs> no one wants to go there, though. I mean, that would be terrible. That sounds fucking Take awful. Stardonald's. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the burgers are great. They do this thing where... They don't cut the jalapenos into slices like you oh. normally get. If you get jalapenos on your burger, they don't cut them into slices. They cut them like lengthwise down the pepper, mm -hmm. so you get like these long jalapeno strips in your burger, which are so mm. fucking so fucking good that way. Pickled jalapenos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you know what else they do that I really appreciate, uh, and I don't know how to replicate it. I, I can never get it right at home. They have perfect, perfect mustard distribution. On their hamburger. Interesting. Yeah, you get the right amount of mustard in every single mm. bite. I really don't know how they do it. It's really, it's to be admired. The the other thing, the uh, there, there's so many things that they do right. They also give you if you get onions on your burger. I do. Like a whole white onion ring. Oh, it's not like it. it's not like a diced onion nope. where you're getting all these little. Like no, you have a fucking giant mm -hmm. white onion uh, in your burger, and it's inescapable. It's were, so good. Were you pointing out the? Broiler that they have, yeah, and they've got like they an old like a conveyor broiler, a, a conveyor belt broiler. They just like slap the meat onto it, and it just like it runs through the broiler. Taste broiled to me? No, I it, no, it kind of tastes backyard barbecuey a yeah. little bit, but like not a ton. It's really good. The thing that I pointed out is that they don't melt the cheese on it. They just slap the cheese on when it's done. And you're probably listening to this, going like, "Oh, that doesn't sound good." No, it's I good. don't know what it is about that at this specific place. I fucking Love yeah. it. It's not like it's cold. It melts no, a little bit because of the heat of the burger, it does. but it's not like it's super gooey and melty. No, you know how you can lose great. the cheese a bit when uh -huh. it melts too much? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it definitely they find like it's, a happy it's medium. It's present. Yeah. Also, you guys didn't get a bacon burger. I did. You yeah. guys got jalapenos. Uh, fucking 10 out of 10 bacon. I've never oh, had really? bacon. Oh, really? 10 out of 10 bacon there. The jalapeno burger is like the only thing that I get there. It's so good. I usually get a jalapeno bacon burger, but I just didn't feel like jalapenos today. Mix it up. I got onion rings today instead of the fries. Uh, I will say the fries are okay. Yeah. So the fries are just okay. The, I think the fries, so the fry, I have a complicated relationship with the fries. I think the fries are excellent. The problem I have with the fries is that they're so crisp and non-absorbent that if you, that they're, they need salt. But yeah. if you put yes. salt on them, the salt just immediately falls yes. off. It yes. doesn't adhere to it. It doesn't stick to it. But the texture and the cook on the fry is perfect. I just wish I could find a way to adhere my salt to and it. That's, and, and you've articulated that very well, uh, what I didn't understand that I was experiencing. But they felt bland to me. But yeah. you're right. They, they look good. And they're, they're, and they're, they're golden. Perfect, like, and they're perfect crunch. crunch yeah. But yeah, there's just not a lot of flavor there. But I think you're right. I think it's just the yeah. you can't put, salt. You, can't, you cannot salt They're salt fries. repellent. Mm -hmm. yeah. Conversely, they give you one million onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> they give you way too many onion How rings. How are their onion rings? Fucking great. They're good. so good. I really enjoyed them. Crispy all the way. The onion was sweet. I loved it. I thought they were so, so, so good. Yeah, that place awesome. I like that's definitely like on my list of places to recommend to people. And it's definitely NFT because it's out of the way. Oh, yeah. you're not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like you're just, not doing anything else around there. We're back at our studio recording. We're usually we're out and about when we do like these recordings. There's nowhere to record there. No, there like there's not anything near it. 
There's not anything that's, it, like, close it, enough. It's all parking lots. We would have had to come over, like, if the office wasn't here, we would have to go over to, what, Bartholomew Park or whatever, mm -hmm. and that would be the closest spot. Yeah. yeah, it's all parking lots and sketchy dudes walking around, shuffling through parking lots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, um, one time I was there at Hilbert's, I was getting uh, food from the drive-thru, and uh, I was parked at the window, you know, uh, I'd already paid, I was waiting for my food, and the dude who was working today who took our order, I saw him come out the door there on the side. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he had like a bag of food in his hand, like a burger and fries, I presume. Uh, and he's like starts walking out towards Cameron and there's like um, a homeless dude standing there uh, next to Cameron, just kind of like looking around at the street. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy from the restaurant with the bag of food in his hand walks up to him. I can't hear what they're saying because I'm in my car. You know, like sticks his hand out with the bag of food to give it to the homeless guy. The homeless guy turns around, looks at him and just like slaps the food out of his hand and starts screaming at him and then walks away. And then, like, the employee from Hilbert's just kind of like, <sighs> it's kind of like, you can see, like, he does, you can see his shoulders, like, kind of sag yeah. until like, he sighed. Just, like, bends down, starts picking up all the food and the trash off the ground, putting it back into the bag and walking back to the restaurant. And, like, we lock eyes. He looks at me and just kind of, like, he puts his palms up, like, shrugs his shoulders, like, eh, what can you do? <laughs> like, puts, all, puts it all in the trash and just, like, walks back in, gets back to work. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, you talked about, like, how there's just. It's lively. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a lively part of town. Yeah. Well, I, I will say it's it's lively, but it attracts people that are like the guys who came in after us and the rapport that they had with the dude that worked there. He came out and sat with them. Yeah. That guy was like, I'm done right now. I'm on my lunch. And then sat with his buddies and they just talk shit for an hour. It is what I would imagine would be the best outcome if you never left your small town. Dude, yeah. It's man. Wow. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Like, you have a job that's whatever, you have it under control, yeah, and you probably don't hate it, mm -hmm. and you get to, you have enough flexibility to take a break and hang yep. out with your friends, and your friends are there, yep. because you've, you've all known each other your whole lives, yeah. yep. and it just, it seems like, it's a life that I, as a kid who moved around a lot, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I went to like 14 public schools. Oh my God. In my wow. 12 years Holy of public, shit. I went to like, I went to three schools in one year twice. Wow. Because um, <laughs> of moving around so much. Three years Three what? schools in Wait, one year twice. What? Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, I went to three fourth grades and three fifth grades. Holy or three, shit. Three third grades and three fifth grades or something. Uh, I just kept stabbing teachers. <laughs> they won't <laughs> listen. No, 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 no. That, that nothing to wow, do with, that's crazy. That had nothing to do with me. Uh, I was a lovely child. <laughs> they made but, him uh, stab them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were asking for it. Uh but that was what I always dreamed of because I knew I'd never have it. You yeah. know, like I was always having to, and I, and I don't regret it now because I think it helped me socially quite a bit because I had to make new friends everywhere I went, mm -hmm. and I had to get really good at entertaining myself, which I've turned into a career. Um, but I was the thing I always lamented. I was always I'd always see kids that had known each other since kindergarten, and I just felt like there was a connection I would never feel or have with other kids like that because I would never be anywhere long enough to yeah. to build that up, and that was always like so. Watching those dudes and knowing that they've known each other for half a lifetime, and I, I'm something inside me gets so envious. Even though I've known Gus <laughs> more than half of yeah. my life now, mm -hmm. and I have that, it's, just, it's still just like it connects to some childhood thing. You know, what's funny to me to think about it, you're like childhood, like you talk about that age that of, of like being young, that childhood friendship. Ninety nine percent of that is proximity. Hundred percent. It's like who lived close to you? Yeah. Uh, who sat next to you in school? Like those were your friends, just through random happenstance, wherever oh, yeah. you happen to live or yep. wherever happen you happen to sit in class. Like then you you still you know you're still friends with these people decades later, and he's like, why? Like why we, I don't have anything in common with this person other than we sat next to each other in second grade. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Is those you realize because I ended up spending most of high school at the same school, and so I ended up developing some really good friends throughout high school. Uh, uh, most of whom I haven't talked to since high school. Mm-hmm. You know, you move on, join the army, you come back, visit each other three or four times. They're off of college. It's hard to sync up. You lose track, and the next thing you know, it's been ten years, and right. you don't even know how to contact them. Right. And that's the way it works if you leave. But if you don't leave, then proximity uh, binds those friendships forever, I guess. Do you remember, this is kind of a, a weird tangent, but back in the late 90s, early 2000s, before Facebook, what a cottage industry it was to try to find, like to try to show people Classmates. how to find, Com. Right, how to find their yeah. old uh, like high school friends. Like there were like so many banner ads on the internet for like that classmates.com like look up your high school graduating class any mm. high school any year uh click here and now you know with social media being as prevalent as it is like that whole industry i'm sure is dead it was it was an industry that cropped up very briefly because i remember there was thing like you could like f- like find high school photos and like mm-hmm. high school yearbooks and stuff and yeah and then like yeah probably that was a, a rise and fall of about it's like pogs right mm-hmm. about a year maybe five years yeah. and then it's just gone yeah yeah that's uh it's so strange to me that that very rapid rise and fall. Now, yeah, now with Google, just fucking you find anyone. I wonder what else is like that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that like zip drives are are one, mm-hmm. right? You know, like zip drives became very popular for a, a very brief period of time in our lives. Maybe six, seven years zip, oh, yeah. zip drives yeah. were a thing, mm-hmm. and then then they got destroyed by CDRs. Yeah, and then now those are destroyed. And by those are destroyed by digital USB. media. Yeah. yeah, or USB. Yeah. Or even, yeah, like you said, like cloud-based stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me I'll just upload this five gig file from home and then it'll be there when I need to download it at work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, zip drives, man, that was a that was a fucking racket. Hundred megabyte. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Drive. You had one. Yeah. I was so to, envious. We used to use it for like junk gamer stuff. Yeah. That's where we store files and crazy. Shit. And what was the bigger one? Was it the Jazz Drive? Jazz Drive. I never had one. Was the one that was even bigger? Fucking rich people. Um we're about 45 minutes. This one fucking flew. But um, we should review Hilbert's. What do you think? Is it a spot where you people should come eat? What's your hamburger rating here? Uh, I'm going to give it hamburger 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give ambiance 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. because this is my one knock. Oh, you had a knock. That's right. I wanted to know about Getting that. Getting really uh, granular here. The the music was wildly inappropriate for the experience. The my the music the Lady was, Gaga the entire time we were uh, in there just didn't fit with the vibe. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was Lady Gaga right before that. It was Walk Like an Egyptian by The Bangles. Because we was, talked about Susanna Hoffs. And then as we were leaving, they were playing a Harry Styles song. Exactly. I don't know what. It, that was honestly... <laughs> The radio was on. Yeah. They didn't pick the music. Yeah. They turned on they could the have radio. Been, they could be on a classic rock they station. They should have been on it should have been a classic rock or it should have been country station. Or a country station. That would have been it. That would have been the vibe. That would have been it. Or even like old like Al Green or something. Yeah, you know, some, something, something something representative of the period when yeah. it was in its yeah. heyday. I do like that uh, uh, when all the burgers came out, they had our names written on it. Mine was the only name that was How spelled the, correctly. You were so happy. It, my, they spelled your name with a J? Of course. They spelled my name. E R I C K, and it was like that's the Eric that you took a stab at. That guy knows one Eric. He does absolutely he with the C K. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eric from his third grade class. Yeah. They're still friends. It's one of the other guys who came in after us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We saw you sat next to Eric. <laughs> yeah, that was him. Uh, for me, ten out of ten. I love that yeah. place. I think yeah. it's it's uh, you know off the charts. It's so good. I, I recommend that place anytime. Absolutely. Uh, anyone comes to town. It is a burger that I, I don't want people to be fooled into thinking that it is a sit-down place where you get like whoa this burger's like stacked and this thing is like it's this it's expensive and it's like this elevated dining no, thing no no this is a 
burger joint in the truest form that your hometown has burger joints, this is that. Yeah, I want to be very clear. I hate the concept you just said. I hate that elevated uh, to- burger. Totally, I totally hate understand. overcomplicated mm-hmm. burgers, like with drippy sauces and all this weird shit on mm-hmm. it. No. Like the way Hilbert's make it, that's the way I want a burger. Yeah. Uh, like meat, cheese, lettuce, onion, jalapeno. Yeah. The the place that I would liken it to from my hometown would be a place in El Cajon called Beef and Bun. Where Perfect. you drive through, yeah. they have milkshakes and they have hamburgers, and it takes too long to go through the drive-through because everyone's stoned. And, <laughs> but you eat there and you go, pretty fucking good burger, man. Uh, this is definitely a nine out of ten for me. Where uh, I, I, we were leaving, and I said, I think that's this has to get in like the regular rotation. I love that it's so close to our studio. It's so, it's so close, convenient. and we don't go enough. Mm-hmm. We don't. I've been there with like you, and I think Patrick Salazar. <laughs> It's other another the, hamburger fiend. Yeah. The problem is with the city of Austin is if you were to give even coverage to every hamburger restaurant that deserves it, mm-hmm. you'd be dead in three years. Yeah, you know, Austin's a big burger town. It is yeah. quietly a huge burger town. Mm-hmm. They don't get the credit. It doesn't get the credit for it. You know, but god damn, dude, so we've that, never that, had a bad burger on that, this podcast. That's why that, that was our our pivot. That's right to, to yeah. add burgers in addition to coverage, just because there's so many. Uh, great burger places around here. Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, b- before you get to yeah. that, I see you you're pulling your phone out. Uh, uh, the 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 listener who got the Detroit Tigers uh, Levi. gum, Levi. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I shipped it out and they received it already. I saw they posted on the Face and the Anma yep. uh, subreddits. Uh, congratulations on your on your uh, winnings. Please don't eat that gum. I like that in the mm. Anima podcast subreddit, everyone was very split. Like, eat the gum, don't, don't eat don't it. Eat the, eat the gum, gum don't What's eat it. What's it going to do for you? It's, you're just going to get sick. It's going to be icky. One of us. One <laughs> of us. someone who's eating the gum every time, don't eat the gum. <laughs> it sucks. It's so bad. It's not going to be anything that you think it's going to be, and you'll go, oh, why did I do that? I thought I was prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't. No. It's, It'll <laughs> make you like gum a little bit less. A little bit less. Yeah. Just a little. Not enough, but no. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's get into an anarchy question. Uh, you can tweet at us at Anima Podcast if you want to send an anarchy question, or there's always a weekly thread on r slash Anima Podcast, the subreddit that we do not run but is run very well by fans. Uh, thank you very much. So you can leave uh, a question there. This is from Alex M. It's a little bit sad, but I, I do want to – I'm curious. Um, this may be too sad for the podcast. I lost my dog Eli suddenly this week. Listening to Anma and walking around Onion Creek Park trails was part of our routine on most Mondays. I know you guys are dog owners. How have you coped with loss? But the question that I really want to drive at is, are there any places around Austin that help cheer you up? That really feels like the bigger part of the question to me, where it's like, is there a place that you go to that you're like getting out of a funk, you drive to this spot, you go, you bike somewhere, something like that. Is there a place in Austin that cheers you up? Hilberts. <laughs> uh, uh, you, can't, you can't be sad when you're eating a burger. Although one t- I'm going to do a quick segue uh, and a uh, 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 sidebar off of this question. One time I was eating at the Mighty Fine up at Arbor Walk. Uh-huh. Uh, I was there with my wife and we were both sitting down eating. And uh, she was like, she kind of like whispers to me like, have you noticed the guy like to your left and across down? Because they have like these long tables. It's like mm-hmm. communal seating. Have you noticed that guy across and then like to the le- to your left? And I looked, and it was a guy who with like a burger in his hands who was eating it, who was sobbing uncontrollably oh, as he was God. eating the burger. I was like, I did not notice no that. Way. I was like, I have no idea what was going on in that guy's life. But I think he was trying what I no. He was trying to cheer himself up with a burger. I think he had just started. <laughs> I, I hope that I hope he that it, that it that it helped him. Oh my God. 
Uh, well, first off, I'm, I'm terribly sorry for your loss. Uh, I know Gus lost a dog that was very dear to yeah, him. Yeah, God, that's not too long ago. That and really I lost my dog of 11 years, and then 10 months later, lost Emily's dog of 11 oh, years. Jesus. Uh, who was maybe the best friend I've ever had in my entire life. Uh-huh. <laughs> that dog. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, he gets it. Uh, I can't compete. It's got more legs. That's and the, so, the true I, value of friendship. I, I, you know, I, I share your your pain, and, and no, there's no trick that gets over it. You just yeah. like it's one of those things that just gets a little bit better every day. Mm-hmm. You just have to, as my fiance is is uh, loves to say, the only way out is through, mm-hmm. and so you just have to feel it for a little while, and uh, and then at some point, you know, you remember happy moments a little bit more than you remember sad moments. Yeah. Although I gotta say, yet just yesterday, and Henry's been dead for, uh, uh, I guess about a year now, mm-hmm. uh, almost a year. He. Uh, Emily moved something in the spare bedroom, and it sounded like Henry. Somebody threw Henry's ball, and it was bouncing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard that in a while, and it just like hit me. And for three seconds, Henry was alive. Oh. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" So you probably got a bunch of those ahead of you to deal with. I, I apologize. Um, for me, it's there's. I mean, all of Austin makes me feel good. It's my feel good place. That's why I live here. But I would say there's a there's a bench I love to cry at <laughs> over <laughs> at Town Lake in Zilker Park. I go to my crying bench. We talk about it in the face sometimes. And uh, it makes me feel it's just real pretty over there and everybody's happy. And so I just watch people and it, it helps me feel better. I yeah. think uh, a, a feel better place for me is, uh, is always Mayfield Park. We've talked about Mayfield, that before. Yeah. Uh, it's like kind of a small, quiet park, not a ton of people. And there's peacocks there you can <laughs> you can look yep. at. They're they are so weird. entertaining. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That was really good. There you go. Um, well, Alex, I, we hope that helped you a little bit. Um, this is a great episode. We're off for two weeks, technically. So uh, Gus is off for two weeks. Woo! Me and Jeff uh, have off for one week. Yeah, we have. We've already recorded one, and that'll be a continuation from our last recording that we did eight or nine weeks ago at RTX. <laughs> <laughs> That's we we recorded one and then we were feeling it, so it ended and we went. Well, fuck you want to do one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this should come out during our next break. It's really good. Uh, so we'll have to record one more. So it'll be two week break and then we'll be back with the uh, coffee review. Yeah, yeah. More more coffee. Hopefully more guests. Um, I would love to get some more guests. Get on. the purtle on. Yeah, big time. Um, I uh, I th- I'm I'm actually kind of glad we ended it on a burger episode. Yeah, Gus, Eric, and I were talking about this the other day. I f- I feel bad for any coffee shop that had to follow up the run we've been on lately. Dude, yeah, it has been yeah like four in a row. It's been too much. Killers. It's even, too good. Even this burger was like <laughs> the yeah. ten out of ten burger for me. Yeah. It's like we've been on too positive a note. We got to drink something shitty. Yeah, we <laughs> we got to like really undercut some of this shit because if it, because if we went to another place that was supposed to be good and it was a seven out of ten. It would have been a real bummer to end this little run on. Well, also, any place that was like a legit 7 out of 10 after yep. the run we've been on, we'd probably have got fours. Yeah, right. We'd have yeah. got an unfair review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and We cannot follow up just new, though, with anything. No, so Fuck. having getting a burger and then taking a little break feels pretty good. There you go. So that'll be nice. Uh, you can send us a message at, uh, at Anima Podcast on Instagram. And on Twitter, you can get looks at all of the photos from this episode and every previous episode. You can also go to the subreddit, r slash podcast. Once again, we do not run, and it's fan run, uh, but you can submit your questions there if you like. Uh, maybe we'll read them on the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Gus, Jeff, any final thoughts, parting words for the folks that won't hear from you uh, for a couple of weeks? Let's go hit up Star Donald's. Star- well, you guys want to go to Star Donald's? Do you know I want to go to Star Donald's? Uh, Gus, I'll see you in three weeks. Eric, I'll see you in one week. All right, sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye.